All right. As we sit there inside of the uh, saloon, we can see the guy wiping a rag in an NPC motion, wiping the counter with a rag in an NPC motion over and over again. And we hear the door fly open. Who would like to walk in first? Guess nobody. I guess we're done here. <laughs> I mean, I'll no go. One hey, I'll go. Comes a man. No one comes. All right. I'm just going to choose which one of you guys go, comes in from now on. All right. So, And in comes in the saloon door, a man named Swirly Hogue. What does he look like, Andrew? Well, Swirly Hogue is a man of stature. He's about 5'11". He's got <laughs> chaps on that are white, no shirt, and he is fucking peeled. He's bronzed up. He's got abs. He's got big old arms. Got a huge barrel chest. And on his head is a small white hat. A cowboy hat, I'm of course. Sorry, uh, you say small hat. You know, how small are we talking? It's hanging on the back of his head like a yarmulke. Okay, but is it still like wide brimmed or yeah, is it Yeah. Like you can tell it's a cowboy hat, but it's like sits it sits kind of casually, like kind of relaxed on the back of his head. So it doesn't mess up his hair. Right. And he's got a a big white smile, his boots are white, and he's got loud spurs that clank and and uh you know make that rattly clank clinky spur noise, we, you know. Yeah, let's 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 cut to your horse outside, the horse you rode in on. Uh, what's your horse's name? What's your horse look like? My horse is one of those horses that's like especially jacked, like a Clydesdale, but it has a Dalmatian pattern. You say, "Oh, it's Ooh. no, like a Pinto." No, it's Dalmatian, like spots, like oh, all over. Dalmatian, and his name is Mister Muscles. Oh, okay. All right, and uh, back on the inside with Swirly Hogue. You come in, you have this appearance. How does how do the bar patrons react to you? How does the player piano guy stop playing? Are the women swooning? What's your guys' look? No one pays attention to him at all, and the music keeps playing. All right, and what do you do when you walk in? Where do you head first? Uh, do I have to drop my gun off at the door? Uh, no, nobody's asked for it. Okay, well, I got my big repeater rifle on my back, and I go to the bar... For a big glass of milk. <laughs> okay. All right. As you kind of walk up and the bartender nods, he's a very, very slow man. He seems to have a, a bad back. And this is, of course, the saloon you realize when you walked in. The name of the uh, saloon is the Slowpoke Saloon. He kind of hobbles over and starts pouring you a glass of milk when behind you, the door goes flying open again, and we see a man named Clegg Sendek. Can I actually... Uh revise that a little bit i so the saloon doors i like walk under them completely they don't move <laughs> how short i am i just so they don't move and no one takes notice of me as i walk in because the door the saloon doors don't swing open um i'm i'm just barely clearing four feet and i'm always kind of walking over with a hunch um so the pia the the piano doesn't doesn't uh stop playing nobody notices me come in i just completely you know skate in there without anyone seeing how tall did you say you just were? just barely with my shoes on uh with my <laughs> roper boots on oh please with your shoes on uh four foot uh four foot even or no four four feet and a half an inch 
What that's what a, size that's boot do you wear? <laughs> uh, Thirteen E. Oh my! Oh Jesus! <laughs> Huge little feet. <laughs> I look crazy. Uh, what are you wearing? Uh, so I'm wearing. Uh, I mentioned my Roper boots, and they're just absolutely like stained with cow blood, blood and guts. Um, they go up because of the fact that their boots intended for a man of normal size. They go up quite a bit, uh, up, up to my like <clears throat> mid thigh. And, uh, but what of my pants you can see, uh, you know, it, it's a, uh, baby blue, uh, baby blue salvage <laughs> denim, um, beautiful baby blue, uh, threads that, uh, it's one of my jeans being one of my prized possessions. Um, I've got a I've got a uh, snap up Western shirt with the little pearl buttons. Oh yeah, um, the pearl snaps. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. super classic. super classy. Also uh, got some cow blood on it. Um, and over that, I've got an apron uh, cinched tight around my. I, I've got it cinched so tight it's like a Victorian woman's fucking corset uh, around there. So it gives me an odd sort of uh, hourglass. <laughs> Look, <laughs> um, and then I, I've got my, and of course I've got uh, I've got my little my little cowboy hat, which um, is is intended for it. On my head, it look uh, it looks to be normal. However, if you were to uh, place it on Swirly's head, there is that your name, Swirly? 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 Yep. Swirly's head. Uh, it would be about as small as the one currently uh, atop his skull. I look All fucked right. up. How noisy is your outfit? Do you have a lot of cowboy accoutrement? You got spurs. You got jingles. I got so. I mean, I got my I got my six shooter, uh, and uh, that's tucked into one of the pockets on my apron. And, I'm, and the, other, <laughs> <laughs> the other pocket, I've got uh, a whole bunch of cow like cow teeth, uh, and just bones, so they're just rattling around. Just you know, just like every step I take, you just kind of hear this coming out of one of the pockets. Uh, is he like a, a soothsayer? Like <laughs> he throws the, the teeth under the floor to read them. Uh, no, he just he just collects the he pulls a bone <laughs> off every one of the cows he murders. It's just a weirdo. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he thinks is he thinks it's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, maybe it's everybody else that's weird. And he's the normal one. There is something in the desert. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, (laughs) (laughs) he looks fucking weird. He is weird. Uh, He's got the so yeah. He does make a a decent amount of noise, but certainly uh, no no spurs on his uh, on his on his big ass Roper boots. Um, Just the just the like the the uh, clatter of the cow bones and the uh, the sound of his uh, (laughs) six shooter kind of rattling around in there with everything else too. All right. I love that he keeps it in his apron. <laughs> As he arrives in, he walks underneath the uh, uh, saloon swinging doors, and he sees the table that's taller than he, or the uh, bar that's uh, bar front that's taller than he is. What does Clegg Sendek do? Uh, so he immediately goes without hesitation and just goes and grabs a chair from a nearby table and drags it across the floor, but doesn't pick it up, drags it. So it makes this horrendous scraping noise that like irritates everyone. Like the whole, the whole saloon just immediately looks at him as he's. Well, how, how long are we talking about dragging it here? 10 seconds, 15 well, seconds. So he, for whatever reason, he doesn't try to take the one that's closest to the bar, but instead goes and grabs one. That's like quite a, quite a bit further. Um, and so, yeah, we're talking like just shy of 10 seconds here. Like it's it's a long Is the scraping pull. louder than the piano. Like is the piano guy like going eh, 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 
am and looking at you. He's trying to play a little louder as the uh, yeah, as yeah, yeah. He's hitting the, the he's hitting the keys harder. He's, he's getting a little sweaty after a minute. Yeah, so I'm so I'm like uh, I'm dragging dragging that over there. Everyone at people at the bar, you know, uh, people sitting down at tables, they're all looking at me. They're they, I mean, with this behavior coupled with my appearance, they I'm not off to you know a great start with them. So this is a bar stool, right? So is it taller than you are? No, no, no. A chair from like a table. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so okay. I, then I can get my my small body, I'll climb up onto it, and uh, I'll, I'll make you do an acrobatics <laughs> check because that chair is pretty high up for you, <laughs> and I think you know it. You, you know that's not a given, given okay, your size. Okay, okay. So go go ahead and roll me a d twenty. All right. You have a, a proficiency in Ooh, acrobatics. Nineteen. For add five. Oh, wow. oh yeah, you climb. You've climbed up that thing so <laughs> often, and people can tell you've done this millions of times before. Absolutely. As you scoot up there with no yep, problem. I just spider. Everyone's my so way proud up. of you as well. <laughs> I feel good about this. I feel good. I can feel uh, everyone's pride radiating towards me. It, it makes me feel good. All right, and just then, as you get settled and everyone's so proud of you for your beautiful climbing of a chair, uh, we see a man named Colt 46 come in. Tom, tell us how he walks in, what he looks like. So he is a, uh, a shorter man, maybe about 5'6", pretty portly, pretty heavy, um, very confident in himself, though. He, uh, he is wearing... Kind of a, a dark blue shell jacket, one you might have found in the Civil War era, and uh, very, very shiny red shorts. Uh, so shiny. Oh, he's got shorts? He, he is wearing shorts and no shoes, <laughs> just a pair of socks. But he's wearing uh, just a really shiny red shorts, and he also has a bag, a satchel on the front of him, hanging just under his belly, right over uh, his crotch, and his gun, his little shooter, right there in the pocket. And so your uh, your feet, how how sweaty are they inside of the shoes with those socks? Uh, no, there's no shoes, only socks. He forgot his oh, shoes. OK, he forgot oh, so his they're shoes. nice and dry. Then. Uh, it's still sweaty, still very sweaty. Most of him is very sweaty. Need to get him some shoes, man. It's the Wild West. But he he forgot <laughs> them at home. So as he uh, as he's gets off of his horse, uh, his horse's name is Wokey, and it's actually a, a, a very sickly looking donkey and as he's riding the donkey around, it starts coughing. It's just really bad shape. So he gets off, going approaching the doors. Gun falls out of his pocket. He bends over to pick it up, and he kind of moves and turns around, and his big ass just swings the doors open. And so they swing open and make a loud banging sound, and everyone, all the music stops, everyone kind of looks over, and you just see Colt 46 sort of stumbling on the ground trying to pick up his gun. So he finally picks Does up his, his gun. ass crack out? His ass crack is out, yes. You can see okay. a, a little hairy ass crack at the top of his shorts where his jacket's coming up. So he puts the gun back in his pocket, and he starts walking around, looking around, kind of trying to see if there's any women in the bar. Doesn't really notice anything. Then he goes to sit on the bar. Gun pops out of his pocket again. So he has to bend over, pick it up. Tries to sit at the bar again. Gun pops out of his pocket again. Very slippery. So he goes over and picks it up. And then he opens the satchel right on his little belly. And he puts the gun inside of there and then closes it. All right. How about how many seconds is he struggling? <laughs> I would say probably three minutes. 
Okay, so <laughs> from the time he walks in, he drops it probably six or seven times. <laughs> he drops his gun. It just keeps sliding out of his pocket every time he goes to sit. And so he has to hop back down and then put it back in. And he tries to do it again and again. And uh, by this time, he's out of breath. Oh, uh, you said he was wearing, uh, you know, for you described it in a certain way that would make me immediately connect it. But mm-hmm. uh, he's wearing gym shorts, I presume. Uh, so whatever they had back then. As we might know it now as uh, some sort of dazzler shorts, <laughs> but that's, oh, okay. that is what he's wearing. <laughs> and, uh, and as he sits down and finally gets settled, he just begins making uh, inane conversation and pointing just the most obvious things out, just aloud, just having a conversation with himself, but thinks he's talking to others. And uh, as you finally start to catch your breath, Colt 46, uh, our last hero enters in uh, uh, one Mr. Wild Wes Anderson, Charles. So what does he, he do? In, what does he look like? He pushes the doors open and he's trying to make a big scene. You know, he like the guy's playing the piano and I, I like flick him with my thumb. One of those like shitty bent up misshapen coins that they had in the wild west, you know, for money. Yeah. And uh, he kind of looks <laughs> at me and nods and he starts playing. You're a grand old flag. Cause I only know like two songs. Cause I'm in a cowboy, you know, I don't fucking hear music out there on my horse. Right. right? So I like your grand old flag because it's one of like two songs I've ever heard. I'm not patriotic and I don't even think it's that good of a song, but like, I don't know what else to request, you know? Um, I'm kind of wearing a normal cowboy outfit, you know, the drill, but uh, I'm also ironically wearing a sheriff's badge from some sheriff that I killed <laughs> and I'm doing it ironically because it's cute and funny to me because also I have like a twisted sense of justice, right? As a cowboy, I think I'm the good guy and the sheriff is the bad guy, you know? And the other uh, Charles. Thing- yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the other thing I'm wearing, though, on my back is a samurai sword instead of a gun. That's interesting. Would you like to elaborate maybe more on the samurai sword? or would Well, you like one to day, <laughs> I was out here in the Wild West, right? It's pretty wild, and it's definitely very far west. So one guy came on a boat one day, and he was like, oh, I'm a merchant from Japan. You want to buy this crazy sword? And I was like, holy shit, we don't have anything like that around here. And it kind of made me more cultured and more... Like, I have, like, bigger aspirations than a lot of these cowboys because, like, I know how big and crazy the world is now, you know? From that <laughs> one time I met that guy. It's really good character motivation. <laughs> you know, I got this sword from this guy and I learned how big and big the world was. Yeah. yeah, he had, like, cardamom and stuff, too. Like, all these spices. I was like, I don't know how to cook, but that stuff smells crazy. What does he look like? My guy? He's just, like, a normal cowboy. <laughs> you seen the what movies? Am I cra- Am I being rude? Am I asking him too many questions? <laughs> you seen I the movies? You, you know what they look on. like. He said he looks like a normal cowboy. I think you just need to move on. <laughs> He's wearing a normal cowboy outfit. He has a samurai sword. Okay. So, um, his horse outside though, his name's Dodo Bird, and he's a fail horse. Like his his parents give him every opportunity, right? But he's too lazy and unmotivated. This horse would be posting all the time if the internet existed. But instead, he just became, I felt bad for him, so I made him my horse. Um, And the last thing about my character, Branson, you put this on my character sheet that my race is landlord. Because that's my dream, is to become a landlord. That's why I came out west in the first place. I know there's so much property. There's no landlords out here yet. So I realized if I just buy up the property and become a landlord, I'll never have to work for real. And my fail horse can just uh, run all the properties for me. Because even the dumbest horse in the world could be a landlord, you know? You know, I'm not the one who had the landlord idea, so I don't know. Well, why you you're put it as my race. I'm just letting people know that you think 
Landlords well, are everybody's a playing a human. You know, I didn't he put sneak my race as bodybuilders, so calm down. Yeah, I think I put Tom's race as we are all African. You did. Branson, yeah. do you think that landlords as a race are superior or inferior to humans? They are I, humans. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to answer any questions about landlords right now. You know, there's good people on both sides. <laughs> and you know, I, I tend to just, you know, you know, I can see the I can see what both sides are saying. Well, to me, if you own a lot of stuff, then you must be better than someone who doesn't own stuff, right? Are you in character right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what does your guy do when he walks in, Wild Wes Anderson? Well, so he he threw the shitty coin to the uh piano player guy and he started playing you're a grand old flag. Uh, and okay. I started just kind of going, nah, 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 flag, and nah, 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 because I don't know the words. And I'm just going to walk right. over to uh, the bar to get me probably both a whiskey and a beer, you know? I got to wet my whistle. Got to wet your whistle. Okay, so while everybody's at the bar kind of getting drinks, everybody's kind of settled in. The reason why you are all here is that you're all hunting a dim-witted man named Varnado. Varnado is a seven foot tall man. He's very simple. He has a bowl cut sort of haircut. If a fly lands on his nose, for example, you know, he's want to go cross-eyed. Uh, he's responsible for a massacre at the Hogtown Horse Ranch. Can I just say that my because- horse Dodo Bird uh, looks exactly like the horse version of Varnado? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Varnado is wanted for a massacre that he did at the Hogtown Horse Ranch, where he reportedly killed up to 50 horses, uh, apparently snapped their necks, snapped all of their necks. Uh, there is a huge bounty out on Varnado, $1,000 dead, $2,000 alive. You are all bounty hunters who have come in down here to rat wash in search of that bounty. You all know one other thing. In about two days, the greatest bounty hunter in the Wild West, a man by the name of Tex Shorts, is going to be here. And you're all thinking you have to capture him before he does. All right? So we're just going to go ahead and jump into it now. You guys are currently in Rat Wash. You are at the Slowpoke Saloon. The only piece of evidence that you have to go on before you all got here is that you knew that Varnado briefly, before people in the town figured out that he was wanted, uh, knew that he worked for about two weeks for Deacon Barber Dentist. That's a building next door. So you guys are all here. You're all settled. Uh, You guys are probably all familiar with each other from being bounty hunters already around the Wild West. Or not. I don't care. Um, Let's kind of jump into it. You guys are all sitting at the bar now. Um, I'm actually standing and saluting because I think the (laughs) grand old flag is the (laughs) national anthem. (laughs) 